Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 104. I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke, Richie, and Cody, and we were supposed to talk with uh, XJ Mike today, but due to unforeseen water heater, unfortunate accidents, uh, he was not able to join us. So we'll have to save him for another time. Um, we can't have him come on next week because we've got other guys coming on next week. So uh, you know that'll be you know to the we'll back of the line. Out. I guess we'll we'll figure him out. Uh, but yeah, either way, you're stuck with the four of us for now um, and our boring ass rigs. But you, you really know, do sound like is. you don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> Point, Richie, they don't know that this is the second time we're recording this. <laughs> I don't care. I'll say it again. <laughs> you sound uh, like you don't like us. I tried to keep it the same as the uh, the original one, but well, here, here we go. Did great. Richie breaking the rules here. Um, breaking the third wall. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to talking to him, so. Yeah, I feel you on that, you know, and now we're just left with talking about, like, what's going on with actually wheeling at Richie's, or my Jeep, or other stuff like that, and, you know, we're boring, and it was supposed to be the two-year, but, oops. Oh, shut up, it's not the two-year, the two-year happened, 101 is technically the two-year, so, uh, go listen to that one, it's a giant Wasn't that the shitty one where Luke and Richie was? Oh, gross. (laughs) It's not a anniversary episode, Mister. I've got the flu. I had COVID. With you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm we don't need to get into this. Uh, I'm but, I'm gonna be switching with Richie today with our roles. He's gonna talk, and I'm gonna just sit in the background and then throw random one-liners in to make everybody laugh. So enjoy. You ready, Richie? Cool. Those yeah, you gotta you gotta Cody. Bring on the heat, Richie. Uh, how's the sheep doing? Um, so funny story. Um, we ended up trying to kill it while I was okay. at work. I had a buddy come over. He missed every fucking shot, and I'm still like cruelly making fun of him for it. And yesterday, as it turns out, the sheep ended up on Route Eight. Because, as many people know, I live right alongside Route 8. And caused three accidents. Oh my god, is it still living on your property? Uh, no. Someone spotted it crossing uh, 118 this morning. So it's... Oh, it's gone. It's officially off my property. My property (laughs) does not reach 118. It is not my problem anymore. (laughs) So you commandeered a sheep? No, it got it got. Well, you would know all this, Cody, if you came down. Yeah, this is this is relevant because at at when we were at Richie's, um, you're still blaming me for something that had literally ago? nothing to do with me. <laughs> Rat bastards, God, yeah, I wanted no, to. So, so, an old man's uh, sheep ended up getting loose, and it'd been missing for about a week. Everyone assumed that. The coyotes or some other critter got at it, only for it to randomly pop up at my house, only to find out that this gentleman lives down at the Thomaston Dam. Which so is you like tried good... to kill another man's sheep? Yeah, with he his gave stomach. permission. What? Yeah, with his permission, because the thing's being too much of a pain in the ass to catch. 
So the guy um, said, yeah, fuck it, shoot so my sheep. To paint a little bit of a picture yeah. here, we we literally had, we the second morning we were at Richie's wheeling, the sheep was in the garden, which is like this little fenced off area at Richie's house. And we like, or Richie blocked the the exit, so he was sort of just chilling in there, like he, he couldn't okay. get out. Uh... <laughs> Everybody comes over with the you know the equipment to put the sheep away. It was not a cat or it was not a livestock trailer, mind you. It was like a U-Haul. Like it wouldn't have been a fun it, trip for the sheep, but it was just a box trailer. Yeah, it was a little box trailer that he was gonna jam a a, a sheep in. Whatever, either way. Uh, we get you get like the what was it like a bunch of plywood pieces to kind of funnel yeah, we, them into the. We kind of like made walls to try to funnel the thing into the trailer, uh-huh. and the old man brought a younger guy with him and sent him in the garden to try to chase him into the trailer. And the thing found the one fucking hole in my fence for the garden that I did not know was there, and fucked right off. And so, so you guys old- got bested by a fucking sheep. Yes. How yes, many? Exactly. How many of you were standing outside of the fence? Uh, well, a lot of us were standing around doing nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. M- me, pretty, me included. Everyone was just standing there watching. And, and that was you know, that it's, then it escaped, and we're like, "Oh, it it's gone." <laughs> but we uh, pr- pretty much as soon as it got out, the old man was like, "Well, you guys can just shoot it. I was gonna kill it when I got home with it, so it doesn't matter." Wow. He's yeah, like, so. give me a call once you shoot it. I'm like, all right, we'll do. And so then you invited your friend over to shoot said sheep, and your friend was that terrible of a shot, he missed how many times? I, I have absolutely no clue. I was at work. That's that's the only reason why I had my buddy come over to do it, because I was at work. It sounds like I should have been there. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like I should have just ran home for a No, because then the sheep would have been Swiss cheese, and then they would have had to call a psychiatrist to make sure you're okay. <laughs> Fucking mag-dumping a sheep. You can't mag-dump in Connecticut. The, the mags are only ten bullets. That is true. That is true. I mean, you can. It's just way less. It's a lot less cheese. Yeah. Well, also, if you're going to be hunting something, you don't really want to be mag dumping it. That's just yeah. kind of range. Oh, you're hunting the sheep now? I thought. I mean, if you had no, a no, capture, no. I don't think that's much. Hunting. I don't think the the goal was to to eat it. I think the goal was just to be done with it. So, oh no! Why wouldn't no, you no, let it free? Going to eat it. Oh, after you shot it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a little different then. Maybe yeah, that that wouldn't work. Yeah, no, um, you just kill the sheep like you would any other animal. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's the sheep story. Richie's always got an animal on the loose, apparently. Um, but yeah, wheeling was, was pretty good. Uh, first day there was um, other Cody and Troy was there with their big yeah. sheep. So. Wait, wait, wait. There's another Cody and he actually yeah. wheels? Yeah. yeah, he's got a Y. Or his YJ is actually super cool. It's um, it's nothing. I mean, visually, it's nothing special. I mean, it really this. is nothing special. But it's it really it's is. it's stock axles. Uh, but it's got the ZJ motor in it, 
that that Magnum 360 or whatever. Um, That's not a ZJ motor. Yeah, I don't it? know what the fuck it is. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. It's just the five nine. I could have sort of hit a 350 in in that, but no, 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 no. This is a Chrysler vehicle. They don't make 350s. Uh, I know that you <laughs> fucking inbred. Jeez. You're the I one saying it. I just didn't I'm think just he, I thought he put you. just a crate motor 350 into it. I didn't realize. No, 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 no. It's a 5.9. It's literally because his his big thing. I was talking with him quite a bit uh, Saturday night about it before he left. Um, was He was into ZJs before he had the YJ. So, you know, he had an old ZJ that he pulled the motor out of and put in that thing. And it's a pretty cool little Jeep. Uh, he does a ton of work with it for what it is. And every time he grenades a thirty shaft, as you'd expect, but mm-hmm. hey, uh, with a V eight, yeah, I can't see that. Never mind. Probably there you go. Well done. Good restraint, oh. Richie. I, I I was gonna say he didn't break a shaft uh, the first time he was at my place. I'm like, nope, he definitely did. Oh, we were, we were one wheel drive for a while. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yes. So what Tyler have? Troy. 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 Troy has a TJ on one tons with pit bulls, right? No, he had all uh, swampers. Oh, it's his girl's Jeep then. His girl's Jeep is done? It was gray. Oh, no, that's and his. YJ, yeah. It was his. Oh, it's a yeah. Y- oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely swampers. Um, it, it, was, it was on pit bulls at uh, Ma Bell. When yeah, he blew up a transfer case or axle. Tran- oh, he blew up the ring and pinion. Yes. Cool. He, I've been missing was, a lot of fun. He was on the uh, pit bulls when that happened. He did the one ton swap. He put the swampers on there, and uh, yeah, yeah that's I, cool. I didn't see the first half of that, so. Uh, I mean, well, so. There's... That that day was a lot of uh, no traction at all. I, my my tires just have completely disintegrated over the last month, which I did not realize until I tried doing a single fucking thing. And Buy so, me grams and then I'll sell you mine. Free. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I ended up uh, I ended up actually just reveling learning rev limiting everywhere and it was mostly into trees like i was i was definitely taking a page out of graham's book on that one you were driving straight into trees no i was trying to turn away from the trees but i just uh, would keep going straight uh tire things yeah bald tire yeah. things um you know speaking of trees you got a lot of down trees that like I was I was a little upset when we went back to the the lead section in that little first spot that um, is all dug out now, but it's still a ton of fun to like put tire on and try. You was, you, uh, should, you should have seen down there literally the day before. Yeah, we ought to get some chainsaws and spend well, a weekend the, and clean the that big place problem up. Is normally the weekend prior uh, to everyone coming down. I'll run through the woods really quick and just Naked. make sure there's nothing like major going on back there. But most of those trees came down in the storm that we had Friday night. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, the uh, the ledges in the back, they were completely inaccessible because of this massive fucking tree that came down Friday night. Mm. Yeah, like, then there's that big tree through that middle, like, landing area up top above that... Yeah, know, the uh, first plateau. Yeah. Yeah, right, right up, uh, going right up towards uh, Vendetta. There was a yeah, huge a down tree. tree. Down. I forgot Vendetta that, was at your house. That was giving Miguel such a fucking, and it was so hilarious. <laughs> and what did he bring? The buggy? Yeah. Yeah, he had the buggy. Uh, he couldn't get over it. He was he got stuck, uh, like straddling the thing with you and know, he passenger kept side. dipping out on the fucking log. Yeah, he dip out on the log, and then he tried to turn over it, but it was too slippery, so the tire wouldn't grab and go over. So it was just riding the log, and he'd just go straight, but the wheels fully locked. Right? It was, it was pretty funny. He had to back all the way out of the tree to like get over it. And um, Miguel's dad had the same fucking problem. But me and Bree just both hopped right up and over the fucking thing. That is such a tricky little obstacle, because that doesn't look that bad. And then there's, like, the 40-inch fucking hole, and that stupid dead tree. All the trees are gone. All the trees around that area are, like, stumps now. Like, the the one that I hit, I think that one is maybe not the one that fell down, but it's, like, barely there. You could chop it down. Because uh, it's just the, the I I definitely cut one of those out. Yeah, and then the other one fell down. So, yeah, <laughs> like now there's no trees. It's almost the the obstacle is basically gone because the trees are dead. Um, what happened? Um, what's the hill climbs looking like in the back? Or not the hill climbs, but like that double step in the back. Yeah, so that I don't know how it was before. Uh, I went out Sunday because I don't think I went there on Saturday. Um, but like that first bit with like those two little trees that sort of funnel you up that that middle yeah. spot that we used to try all the time. And occasionally mm-hmm. we got up it early on, but then once it started getting dug out, it got harder. Uh, that's totally covered in like branches and shit right now. I cleaned Ugh. a couple of them out, but there's still like you need like a saw to actually get in there to clean the rest of them. And then yeah, I that- think. Oh, sorry. I think Richie said there were trees on the other ledge. Um, but those ledges are getting dug out. Like, all the dirt is coming off. Like That's actually yeah. good, though. So, yeah. like, so, the trees that I said were on the ledges were uh, the ledges that Miguel's buggy ended up breaking on. So, like, that ledge was completely covered in trees. That's what I had to clear out on Saturday real quick for us to do it. But, uh. I mean... There's just so many down fucking trees because you know I'm I'm one guy. It's hard to keep up with everything. Well, also that property is so densely wooded that every time you have an ice storm or a bad snowstorm, you're gonna have some decent limbs that come down. Yep. Well, that that's what I mean by I'm only one guy. I can only do so much. I miss when we would go back there with like the. Uh, what was it? When my Jeep was on like the Patagonias with the strap and we were yanking trees out with it in reverse like it was a stupid skitter. It, exactly. I, I'm actually uh, going... I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. 
this weekend, seeing where it's a long weekend, I'm go actually planning going up into the woods with my tractor to try to pull some of these trees out of the woods that have fallen down on the trails. Because, I mean, there's there's some pretty big fucking trees that came down. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Um, so, who showed up for the second day? Because you talked about Saturday a little bit. I know Graham said he was there for Sunday, and Miguel was there Sunday. Oh, it so, Graham showed up, actually, Saturday, right, pr pretty much right when it was just Troy still wheeling, and he was failing miserably on the creek. The no, creek, creek trail? Yeah, yeah, the creek. Creek trail got hard. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a oh. tricky spot now. Well, like, you know, the problem with Kish's property is for a while it was only one Jeep wheeling it, so it was all dirt. And then, like, now that there's multiple people going there multiple times a year, it's probably getting all torn up. Yeah, now, so I, it used to just also, like, it was wet. It's always wet. Yeah. Was, that trail also used to kind of just be a, you know, you it was brainless. You hit the throttle and you'd go up. Now, there you can't really do that. There's sort of this, uh, you got to really follow this one line on this rock. Um, there's two rocks. There's one that's on your driver's side that's sort of just big and uh, you can't just go up it. Maybe you can with competition tires or race tires or whatever the fuck you have. But JB? Uh, yeah, exactly. But like, you're not going to have a ton of luck just hitting it straight on because if you don't have your passenger tire on this rock that angles away from that, it's going to suck you away from that rock and then you're going to diff yeah. out on that other yeah. rock. Yeah. So, um, um, you really have to ride the two just right. And I think we got Brianna and Miguel's dad through that spot um, in very yeah. similar ways, considering how different the rigs were by just. Um, uh, you know, getting them on that rock in the right spot. There's a, there's, you got like a foot of wiggle room where you can actually give it throttle to get up. And then I don't remember if Brianna had much trouble after that. There was some maneuvering she had to do because of the smaller tire, smaller Jeep. Uh, Miguel's dad, pretty much once he had it up there, he could just hit it again and he was, he was good to go. But uh, it's definitely not, you actually have to like, like kind of look at it and think now versus uh, before where I remember just kind of, going up it you just line up and hit it and you'd go you know if we want to take a quick diversion here uh pepto would be so much more capable if they just cut that stupid front bumper off yeah and then you know a nice set of like 37 baby reds because she drives very gently so i don't think it would be you know pooping out axle shafts every other instance I agree completely. I think that bumper, uh, it doesn't always cause problems, but it does when more it often does. than it doesn't. Yeah. Um, speaking of bumpers, uh, mine is currently pulling my frame rails apart, so that's hilarious. Like The whole point is it's not supposed to do that. Yeah, well, it's it's been punched so many times on the driver's side that it, like, it's up into the header panel, and it's pulling the passenger frame rail down. Oh, well, see, the trick here is get rid of that bumper, uh, take a crane, straighten them out, and then put a new bumper on it. 
and then put tube to it so it doesn't move as much. Then you yeah, we'll it. we'll get there when we get there. We're not there. Okay. Um, I gave you your solution, but yeah. So you were saying that it was Miguel's dad, Miguel Breezerig, Graham. You had the Lambrophides. Yeah, I was. I yep. was walking. My, I was still waiting on my Adams drive shaft that they fucked up again. What? Uh, I mean, I've definitely mentioned it in, in some of our chats, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got this running thing with Adams where and, and in, in their defense, the first time, and I think we even talked about this in a podcast, in their defense, the first time there were some measurement uh, issues um, with how I was measuring it and what I was telling them, because I was trying to get them to give me a slightly longer shaft than I needed, because I expected to extend it in the future. So the number I was giving them, I had skewed it a little bit to do that. And the shafts they were sending me just just didn't 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 work. And I I don't know if that was my fault or not. Um, they they fixed that. Totally fine. This time, and I, but I went through like three shafts. Like it was, and there was a point in time where I had just given them direct measurement, and I think I still needed a new shaft. Uh, oh, that's yeah, not like, a good sign. Uh, it was just kind of a pain. Um, like they always got me what I needed, but uh, I mean, other than me trying to be smart that first time and and not have to buy a brand new shaft when I extended it because I'm too lazy to make my own. I know I can make my own fucking shafts. I just don't want to. And at the time, it was a street rig. But now I've got these warranty shafts, and everybody knows I blew the fuck out of two of them when we were at um, uh, Good Evening. So I got a new one. Talked with the guys back and forth. Sent me the new one. And it's 1310s on both sides. Now, I'm dumb, and I run a 1310 on the 205, which is actually really difficult to find a yoke for. Uh, but I did that because I could interchange the front and back uh, with a conversion joint, which came in handy when we were at Good Evening, but I can have I can have one spare for both. So, and at the time early on when I did the 205, I had uh, you know the 1310 shaft up front. It was fairly similar lengthwise to the rear. Now it doesn't make much sense because I stretched the rear. It's actually I think the lengths are pretty far off now. Um, they don't quite work uh, interchangeably, but. Um, either way, that's why I did it that way. But it's a 1350 on the rear uh, rear axle side. So <laughs> somehow, they and they never asked me. I thought they had known because they had been able to pull up my details on the shafts I'd bought from them previously. And I was never asked what for the U-joint sizes on the thing. Because we'd already talked about this. So it was an email uh, back and forth. And they sent me a drive shaft with three 1310s. Now... They sent me a new yoke, or they wanted me to send it back, and I'm like, no, just send me a yoke, I'll send you the other yoke back, because I don't, I don't care about it. It's going to be unbalanced in, like, two trips anyways. So, mm-hmm. I have that, that came in today, but still just, you know, I could have been, I could have been out last week, or sorry, uh, over the weekend at the, you know, the thing in, at the pipeline for, uh, for the Mass Mutters, Toys for Tots thing, uh, right, but I didn't even have the option, because that shaft was all fucked up, so. A little peeved about that. It's kind of just comical at this point, but you know they have been good to their word on warranties, and I've never not gotten a shaft. It just sometimes taken longer. So that'll probably be my last mantra on Adam's drive shafts. I hope, but here we are. 
good company just seems kind of sloppy so yeah that, that sucks that doesn't sound like a fun time not the end of the world just not fun no it just it just is kind of a pain having to i mean don't get me wrong i like buying stuff but i don't like having to talk to people about the stuff that's supposed to be right that isn't right Fair. i don't know you know makes me feel like a dumbass because it's like well did i not tell you or did like it did someone just fuck it up like, i don't know either way it's just not a great spot to be in so and i am a dumbass don't get me wrong but <laughs> um yeah so that's uh, my juice still broken uh long story short there still haven't fixed it the camber <laughs> me and jacob moved it to the back and we lined it up with the other trucks back there <laughs> the tires are so cambered out at the bottom <laughs> It really? looks like it's fucking stands. So I'll have to take a picture of it next time over. I didn't grab one, but it's bad. Is I it don't because know of the caster? Here. It must be because of the caster, right? I, it, it's either caster, either something got bent there, or my tie rod got bent and did something weird. I don't, I don't know where where all this this angle is coming from. But. So I can't keep an alignment in my Jeep, and it constantly looks like that because it keeps getting towed way in. Because uh, okay, I keep you, bending you think the it's uh, in. That does that. Uh, I guess I can try turning the. I'd have the alignment guys do it. They'll they'll have fun with that. Mm-hmm. I try that Thursday. Love uh, that. It doesn't really matter that much because you're gonna bend it again. I know. It, it just yes. happens. There's only one solution, and that solution is a really beefy ram mount and full hydro. If you want to stop doing that. Mm. Well, I mean. I never did it with the 50. I don't. I've beat that crap out of this one on the 60. I don't know what the difference is. If anything, I'd think this is this. this Would you like to know the difference? I'll tell you the difference. What driver pod? Uh, yeah, you've gotten stupider. Yeah, like, you started driving harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, oh, cool. Third gear. The best possible thing I can do right now would be to rev limiter it and clutch dump it. And hey, I'm here for it. I fully fucking support it. You're just harder on shit now. Yeah, yeah. It's a little annoying. Those bars it's aren't serious. I'm going to swap them every fucking year. If I want it to drive semi straight, or I just straighten I guess I could straighten it. That's the cheap way to do it. My tie rod has been straightened so many times it looks like a rainbow because it's been bent every which direction now. It's great. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Just give yeah, up. I mean, I know. I, I, had, I still have the Duckies tie rod end. It, it's literally a fucking, like, Twizzler. The thing is all... Uh, no, I, it's bar- I barely have any left because it's been used as slugs uh, <laughs> for, for cages. <laughs> but I've still got a, a tiny chunk of it left that's so bent up it's unusable like i can't cut a, a straight chunk out of it anymore so uh there's like a, like two feet left that just is unusable that that, uh, that is must... quite impressive <sighs> you got to use every part of the animal hey <laughs> ducky served its purpose quite well in the afterlife he did i still got the control arms floating around i think i used some bits for sean's rig um can you get me some I... measurements from Ducky or for Sean? From Sean's <laughs> Ducky's control arms. Why do you need Ducky's control arm measurements? Because <laughs> I taco to Lake Good Evening Ranch. Uh, they're probably too short for you, but I'll measure them. They're the rear links, I think. Yeah, I need like thirty-one and a half. They're all still kicking around. I still have all fucking four of them. 
So That's hilarious. I need these running. little tiny useless Himes that I don't want to put on anything. They're like too big for. I don't think they're seven eights. I don't know what they are. Uh, maybe they are seven eights. Seven eights. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess like you'd, I'd use them on steering, but half of them are like seized to shit. It's just not worth it. So they okay. stay on there. That's hilarious. I have an entire oh, bin of like ducky and like random Himes that I've. Like, I've got a toolbox drawer that's full of like random himes. So every time something fails on the rig, I just go in there and there's like a couple of inch and a quarters in okay shape, a couple of seven eighths, and a couple three quarters. Yeah. So, so it's you, like, eh, whatever. We're not that bougie. I don't have a toolbox for my shit. It's it was in a UPS or a, a USPS cardboard box for the longest time, and then when Rough Stuff uh, shipped me like. They shipped me 14 Himes, and they all, like, the box, I never got the box. Uh, ever, all the pieces came in a, um... <laughs> what? Uh, they, they, yeah, the box was destroyed. No, Jesus. no, um... Luke, I can hear myself through you, and it's, it's tripping me up here. <laughs> uh, no box, no packing label. I did count everything. I got all the pieces, like... I'll give the USPS people that. They they didn't lose anything, but it all came in a... And I think I told this story too, but either way, here we go. Um, <laughs> it came in one of those mail-like bins. It's like a, like a cardboard, plasticky mail what bin. Where you, where like you, that you put letters in and sort them at, yeah. the, at the post office. <laughs> all of that them is... came in one of those. With like a taped-on, like handwritten address. So now all of my shit's in that because it's you know it's a pretty sturdy box for what it oh, is. You get the weirdest mail. I swear I know. to God, I've then, never had people send me the like that kind of I don't know. You want to know the weirdest shit though? And then is the what? tracking for the rough stuff box wasn't that didn't it wasn't the same. And then I got a like this is the beer. Remember I I got the beer from rough stuff and it's calif it was like California IPA that like. Was shipped Wait, on Rough Stuff's what dime, apparently, to fuck? me. Which is illegal, by the way. I don't think you could do that. But Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. So the box that was supposed to have your Himes had the beer. Yes. The tracking for that lined up with the box I got that was literally beer. It was like a oh, four-pack you, you haven't died from drinking this beer? That just no, literally sounds like... Yeah. That just sounds like the most secret agent bullshit I've ever heard in my entire, or like, fucking assassin. Like, oh, maybe he'll just be happy he gets these metal pieces, but you know what? He's also gonna be happy about putting these metal pieces on, drinking the beer, then dying. Ha 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 ha. Like, what the fuck? No, the beer was good. It was like triple IPA. It was, it was cool shit. I liked it. So, what? if you want to talk about weird stuff with the mail. Oh, um, Luke. Oh, yeah, this is a Luke special for sure. Kill me. Um, oh, boy. Oh, yes. So, I'm not going to say why, but I had to ship a gun. Um, and so it's going to an FFL and all of that stuff to get a new receiver put on and whatnot. Um, well, so, I said why. <clears throat> well, uh, there's a reason behind that, but we'll get into that later. Maybe, I don't know. Um, so I walk in to UPS, and they're like, yeah, we can't ship this. You have to go to USPS. And I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> Whatever. 
So I walk into USPS and I didn't bring the box with me. And I'm like, I have to ship a gun, but like, you've got the no firearm sign on the door. So what's the deal here? And they're like, oh, just bring it in. So I walked in with a disassembled AK and had to put it on the counter to box it up. Oh my I, okay, I thought, god! I thought that was going differently. I thought you were gonna yeah. walk in with an assembled AK to a USPS, uh, and then the cops are gonna show to a post post service, yeah. post, you know, <laughs> to the post office. <laughs> well, I, I hate to say it, but I kind of wouldn't be surprised if he did. So, by disassembled, I just mean that it didn't have the stock on it or a muzzle brake. Oh my god, so it still resembled a... Oh yeah, it was still an AK. 100% an AK. Um, And so, like, I'm just in the post office and they're like, Yeah, so you're sending this to an FFL, and so I showed them my phone screen with the FFL information and all that stuff, and they're like, That's cool. All right, that's going to be $22 and uh, $5 for the signature on delivery. And that was that. Was this in wow. Connecticut or Tennessee? This was in Tennessee. Okay, okay, that makes much more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. If he did that up here, fucking, there'd be the swing called, fucking, the army called, fucking. Just because it's an AK, too. Rambo <laughs> called. Um, 30 round mag. Nah, I wouldn't have a 30-round mag if I was up there. I'm a good boy. Yes. Um, But anyways, we got... This is like... This is a very large derailment. Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, Back to wheeling at Richie's, maybe? I don't know. I pretty much covered all that. Um, Um, Troy actually was able to get up... uh, What the fuck is it called? Devil's Den? Please tell me he did Devil... No shot! He got up Devil's Den. He so for for a one ton rig, he's got a relatively short wheelbase, and with that, that helped him. Well, it did, but it didn't. Echo, echo. It um, it made getting up it a pain in the ass for him. But once he got up it, he was able to have the entire rig up on top of that rock. And so we kind of just scooted him back as far as we safely could. And we just started throwing a few small uh, rocks into the big-ass hole on the tree. And he he gave her the beans and popped up over the root. He got out. That's fucking cool. I missed that obstacle. um, it was pretty much exactly what I always thought would happen with a shorter wheelbase rig, where once you're up on top of the rock, you can actually, like, you know, pull an Austin Powers and fucking do, like, a 72-point turn and start getting yourself pointing in the right direction. He, he, he just needed a couple rocks just to kind of help get the tire to pop up and over, but... I'm really well, if he just curious. he could he could have just sucked up his axle with a suck down. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it would have worked. <sighs> triggered. Um, I really, I would be very curious to see how my rig would fare in that obstacle. Now, I think it would probably actually be worse than it used to be. No, if anything, I feel like that spot's gotten easier. I can't say for sure, because I didn't have my rig. 
It's gotten harder. You lucked out that one fucking. What guy. are you talking about? I made it up every time that year that we you did it a bunch of times. Not. No, I, it has denied me. You're not wrong, but the last few you. times I tried it, I made it up. You also have that weird thing going on where stuff that shouldn't work sometimes works for you, and we can't exactly explain it. So well, just, ju- it's just it's to- because proper geometry and leaf springs that suck, and they just yeah, bounce. Proper shit. geometry that makes his front end bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My front end bounce. What are you talking about? My fr- that's that's what Luke said. Luke said your front end bounces because my front end. Geometry. Oh, you're right. It is. You're not wrong. I was yeah. joking. I'm glad you can take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it well, means similar. That's why mine bounces. My geometry. Yeah, because we have the same cross member. It's it's the separation at your um, body side that's that's causing the problems there. Yep. Mine's the same fucking way. Um, yep. We just didn't want to cut the frame or cut the uh, floor pan when we were doing Cody's because of time constraints. Yeah, I raised mine like a tiny bit with this bracket that I thought was ghetto, but it hasn't broken. And it like doesn't look like it's had any problems in the four years I've beat the shit out of it. So I'm actually impressed with it. But um, yeah, it could be much higher or I need to like lower things down. I don't know. And so um. I also actually tried going up Devil's Den myself, too. Listen, you don't have any tread. You can't go up with baloney skins. Did you make it? Uh, No! Give me a second. My front end started fucking sliding over real quick. I'm like, huh? Nope. Slammed it in reverse and flew backwards into a tree. Yeah, I don't know. That obstacle's weird, because I've seen, like, really good drivers in really nice ra- or, I mean, nice is a relative term. I think they're nice. But they're pieces of shit. Uh, well, Jim so- Overly comes to mind. Uh, you know, I think, who else was getting denied? There were a lot of people getting denied at that, from the Rockaholics that one time. I, that was a yeah, long weekend. Zach, um, Zach Capalto got denied. I really? think only two yeah. of Wow, made that's, it that's that weird because that's a um, that's. I mean, it was uh, only was cricket and Greenleaf that made it. Cricket made it. I don't cricket think of cricket and Greenleaf. Like that's like a horse one or a horsepower spot. So, well, kind of cricket. Cricket's so yeah. light that it makes up for its lack of horsepower with, you know, power to weight. Ah, uh, true. So you know. Tack another thing on to uh, things I've spilled on my fucking uh, keyboard. It's seltzer. And uh, yeah, that's why I had to just <laughs> disappear really quickly because I just spilled uh, pretty much a whole we seltzer. Heard your, I heard your cries, but I was kind of yeah, trying to ignore I'm them. I'm so but... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it went everywhere, but it's fine. We're, 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 don't worry it's about it. It's just me. water. It's fractionals. Fuzzy water, yeah. <laughs> you guys. Oh. <laughs> so now with... um. With me actually putting my front end up on Devil's Den, though, next year, if I'm still on my axles and everything and I get actual tread, I want to try doing it again and actually try going up it for, like, like for real. Because I actually think that my Cherokee and your Cherokee, Cody, would have a pretty decent shot as they sit to go up it. So much narrower than the one-ton rigs that you could almost exactly. stay out of the hole. 
exactly. That was my whole thought process because uh, I originally had myself set up pretty well where my front end was hugging the tree on the right-hand side. And because I had my doors off, I had a clear shot where if my front end didn't like slingshot right the fuck over, I would have, and you know, I was able to just keep crawling up it. You know, my front end would have stayed away from that big ass hole. But it was like, as soon as my ass end started going up towards the rock face, the whole Jeep just like turned really fast. Like at least forty five degrees. Yeah, you probably caught your slider or something and it pivoted. I it was more like one tire in the back had traction and the other was just in mud. And it just turned the whole fucking cheap. Oh. It's interesting. My 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 rear tires are bald. It's maybe it's, it's my, time for new tires, Richie. It it is. It's my own fault. Yeah. I, I mean, you ran those things into the ground. I'll give you that. Those those I, tires owed nobody anything. I got my money's worth. Yeah, you did. Yeah, dude. Um, I I wheeled the piss out of them, and then you just turned them into race slicks. I I sure as fuck they are not stickies. Just to be clear, sticky <laughs> get better. With less tread, these are not fucking stickies. Yeah, but they're yeah. like they're, they're like they're race tires now. All that surface area. Think about it. You drag race with those things, probably. Hey, I'm gonna stay in my position of a DOT tire is best from seven eighths to a quarter tread. That is like Four the yeah. I agree with that. No, brand new. My. Grabbers have not performed well. I mean, they still perform well, but like, they, I think they performed the best at like I'd say ninety eight percent. Like right when corner started around a little. Yep, fantastic. In my experience, right, like after the first couple of really good trail rides and couple of beatdowns, they start performing good, but you lose so much rubber when you start breaking those edges. Um, so, like, that's where the 7 ace part of it comes from. And then I really think that they perform, like, my Nittos now perform better than they did when they came out of, or when I first bought them. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess I should recant my statement, because mine are pretty much only at maybe... Uh, uh, what's the math on that? Three quarters. Yeah. So like, so I guess like it's hard for me to really say because I haven't really gotten them down far enough to where I would really start noticing the difference. So, so whatever the depth was when I got the grabbers from Luke was like really their prime for the lifespan of which I've had them for. Yeah, and they were also, like, every side to them were rounded over. They were worn very nicely, so clearly Luke and Graham did a good job of keeping, like, you know, keeping nice up with them, which I think has helped those a fuck ton. Yeah, well, I like, I, I, what's what's a tire rotation? <laughs> it wasn't even... They got rotated when they went to my rig, but then when <laughs> they got on my rig... Um, 
you know, it's going back a little ways now, but we I was not kind to those tires at all. Uh, I wasn't kind to that 30 either, and I'm kind of amazed that, like, I never broke anything on that 30. I blew the track bar mount off of the axle, and I blew the track bar mount up on the frame side. And that's what caused the one-ton swap. It wasn't that the axle failed, and I was not nice to it. Well, then, I have no idea. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. By the way, just for future reference, Richie, uh, yeah. Spicer's, what is it, 760X series lifetime U-joints are your friend uh, if you want to keep axle shafts in that thing. Well, I appreciate that, but now that uh, I'll have my truck on the road next week, my Jeep might be getting pulled off the road for the entirety of winter. Yeah. I'm sorry, you broke up on that. Could you repeat that? Yes. Your truck? Yes. Yeah, that Chevy. No, I just bought a 2006 3500 Mega Cab. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that thing. It's my first, like, big, big boy truck. Hell yeah, five nine. The 5.9 Cummins, yeah. Nice. Nice, dude. Fuck yeah. So, so it's my first diesel, too, so. I gotta learn a bunch of shit about diesels now. Um, so, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Go and get yourself a bottle of, uh, I forget who makes it, uh, but it's called 911. Yeah. Or 911. About 911. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. But just grab that from the parts store. You're gonna want to have that, especially when you get into January and February. Um, yeah. And start putting diesel treatment into it because every single gas station up there sucks about putting their diesel treatment in. So get the standard wintertime diesel fuel treatment and then have a bottle of 911 on uh, standby, especially in January and February. Okay. Um, and if you see that thermostat go negative, just let the truck idle. Negative? Yeah. It... What? Why would the thermostat go negative? Uh, you've never seen it get down to like minus 8 with wind chill or minus 10 with wind chill? No, I've never seen a thermostat no. go negative in my entire life. He, he, really? he, he, oh, I meant on a, on a vehicle. I was thinking... <laughs> uh, I was, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> Cody, Cody don't feel bad. Uh, I had the same reaction, Cody. That makes way more sense, Luke, and I'm sorry for questioning you so hard, and thank you, Richie, for kind of pulling me back in, but, bro, you had me fucking twisted. I was like, <laughs> negative. I'm like, the, bro, um, what do you want, methanol? Just straight? Just like, that's it? Take it all? No, when the temp goes negative, though, like, to keep my dad's truck going, and uh, the time that he had it, there would be nights where we would just leave it running because, like, there was what? a couple... Yeah, yeah, just leave it running. Yeah, yeah, all night. Yeah, I shit you not. Um, because he would get up at like five to go to work because he worked in Stratford and living in Plymouth. If it was that cold because of the ice and everything, it would be like an hour commute. Um, 
and everything, so he could not have the time to get the truck started again, and there are certain stations up there, like especially in the... I had, or he had terrible luck with the Waterbury and Bristol gas stations for selling diesel that would gel up. Even though it's supposed to be treated, it was better to keep it running so the heat of the recirculation from the fuel would actually, like, keep the fuel tank warm and prevent it from gelling up. That's fucking crazy. Oh, dude, there was some nights, like, um... I think Richie was around for one of them where we were underneath that truck because it had been shut off and it went negative. We would have a propane heater underneath the uh, diesel tank and then we would be using map gas and hair dryers to warm the lines up to get the truck to start. Yeah. And like cracking injectors to bleed them until we would get actual fuel out of it. And then uh, it would spend the night running on three cylinder high idle. I uh I remember a couple times we would set up like skirts all the way around the truck and around the engine bay. Hardboard just... skirts. <laughs> Forget yeah. about that. That was and hell. Fucking uh, uh, heaters going underneath the truck just to keep everything warm. Yeah, there were some bad winners, dude. Not to mention the time that your fucking 7.3 tripped the breaker for my outdoor outlet my oh my god getting that thing started that day was fucking that, hilarious that was such a fucking trip too and i, I don't even remember what your reason for going down the highway was but i remember you were bringing me down there to see my at the time girlfriend and everything it took us like four hours to get the fucking truck started and then oh boy when once we got the truck started Yo, I forgot no, it chilled up. Yeah, well, there was a no throttle response on the truck. Only to find out that, like, a little sensor or whatever underneath the gas pedal bent out of the way, so we had to bend it back. And then we start going down the highway. We and get it gelled up on the highway. No, no, your fucking oil cap came off. And so it lost oil pressure. That's what that was. Fuck. It wasn't that a dipstick. Was... They're they're known for popping the dipstick tube out of the block. No, no it, cap? fucking oil cap came off. Weird. The block. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I remember that. I thought it gelled up. No, we put the oil cap back on. Right? Was that what it was? We put the cap yeah, the, back on, and the, the truck cranked. Cap, the oil cap. Thank God, when it fell, fell on the uh, frame rail. Crazy. Like, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but all, all in all, for us to go an hour down the highway, we had, like, about seven and a half, eight hours easily invested in just getting down the highway. Jesus. You know, I don't miss that. Um, it's, it's really hard for me to say that I miss that. Um, but I do miss snow wheeling. That shit is cool. Yeah, I'm hoping to go some point throughout this winter. Maybe to, like, Brookridge or Badlands, not Badlands, Battlegrounds or something. That'd be fun. Battlegrounds is a Brookridge would be fucking amazing after two feet of powder. 
as long as we don't start being stupid trying to do like 20 down the greens in the snow i agree but i know that sooner or later it's going to turn into like a rally where we're trying to get through the greens as fast as possible and the next second colin's rolling down the hill so there's no hills to roll yeah. down it bad oh there, there are on the, on the oh yeah you're right north yeah, 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 or yeah. south uh, east side, there's some hills. I don't think you could get going that fast in that. And calling sheep's a piece of shit, anyways. It couldn't go that fast. I That's true. Know. It would probably rip the unibody apart. Yeah, the unibody. It would just split into two. He'd be driving a chariot. <laughs> Depending on how things are looking this winter, I was actually planning on doing a snow run down here. Now, I could see that being fun. But I could also see that being not so fun because I see that being a bullshit show. Not to met well, half the fun of going through snow is not even the like the obstacles underneath it. It's literally just the trail itself. Where a lot of your property isn't super long trails, it's mostly just like obstacle obstacle. So I think it'd be limited, but I think it could be a fun time. I I, I think it'd be a shit show, but I still feel like at least a few people would show up. So personally, I would rather go to Brookridge in the snow, or oh, literally oh. just about anywhere else besides your property in the snow, because your property is already, as it sits, one of the most temperamental fucking spots in the entirety of New England. I think second only to F and F. Um. <laughs> Just because of the fact that, like, when you go to get out there, right, like, you don't have a lot of greens. You've got that one green loop, if you will, maybe one and a half green loops, but the the part of the green loop where you would go to get up around the backside of the hill climbs is like a decently steep slope where a one-ton Cherokee on 40s air down to 3 PSI and two feet of powder is going to be banging third gear rev limiter trying to get up it if the engine will even go there. Yeah. So, yeah. As long as you wind it up, it'll do it. But, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to not have my rig in a million pieces for one season. Um, I'm just gonna put it back together and keep it yeah. as it is for now, so... It's been yeah. two years since I've snow-wheeled. Because of, uh, just always been working on it, so... It'll be, it'll be a good change of pace. Dude, I... Never mind. Carry on. can't just leave me hanging like that nah like uh we said we weren't going to talk about that on the podcast so we'll talk about that later um but i think that your rig now would be quite entertaining in the snow because if i remember correctly your old tires were 12 fives and your new tires are 13 fives and you've got beadlocks so plus their maxis so put three pounds in them and i bet it would float I say zero pounds, and you see what happens. You got bead locks. And I also don't want to like ruin a tire if I can help it. I still don't uh, have a spare. I need to imagine being spare. responsible. Yeah, gross. Hey, imagine not wanting got... to blow up a tire that new is going to cost me like five hundred more easy. than more than they should. Yeah, um, great they're... tires. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, being stupid's being stupid. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I was just harassing you a little bit. 
Mm, yeah, where, what are you wheeling? When are you going to take your snow wheeling? Zero oh, no, dude, just think about time. selling it, you know, getting out of the fucking wheeling. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know you like were, thinking right. about investing in Bitcoin while it's worth so little well, right worthless. now. Yeah, heard, yeah, yeah dude, I heard that call. now is the time to buy, 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 and then go to the moon on Bitcoin. Like, you know, Doge, maybe a little bit of fucking ETH, Ethereum, you know? And then you can yeah. fund your suck down winch buggy. No, thing. I can't fund it because then I can't get the money out, you know? <laughs> Coinbase, Coinbase just won't give me my Ethereum monies, you know? <laughs> yeah, nothing. You don't get anything. Man, Fuckers I'm just good. got it all, dude. Yeah, they just stole your money. They are. Yeah, they just did. They heard me talk shit. And now my money's gone. Yep. You got like, they more. actually they took it out of my account, invested it for me, just so I couldn't touch it. They're pretty Damn. great. You should. You guys should. You know, first sponsor ever on the two years, like two year episode, guys. Coinbase. Coming by <laughs> Coinbase. <laughs> um, coming by your Bitcoin here. <laughs> yeah fuck we are not an wanna... investment podcast do not take <laughs> our or what's the there's like we some... can't help you make financial decisions or some yes, shit yeah. yeah there's like always some fucking uh if you're listening to an off-road podcast you probably already don't make good financial decisions so it's uh yeah just definitely don't do that um fact, i mean i don't make good financial decisions but i still feel attacked exactly. so on that note you want to talk about the bad financial decisions? Let's talk about Motobilt again. Let's hear. Uh, so you got okay. First off, you shouldn't name drop so hard. What if we get like attack or fucking suit? Uh, well, if Motobilt, no excuse money. me for saying that they're we'll fuel cell the, now. We'll let's get rid work. of the Ethereum. <laughs> they can have all of it. Here's all of my Bitcoin, sir. <laughs> um. I highly doubt, though, that we would get sued over me saying that the Motobilt fuel cell mounts do not work with an RCI fuel cell, even though it's the same dimensions. Uh, really? It work. Really. Um, what the fuck? RCI, when they develop the tank, even though they make the Motobilt fuel cells, it does not dimensionally match. Um, so, like, too fat? Too skinny? What? It's too narrow. And then on top of it being too narrow by like, it's a quarter inch aside, so it's not like super far off, right? But um, it interferes with the bolt circle to mount the filler neck. So I can't mount a filler neck with the but current situation. Because uh, I would like to put fuel in my fuel cell and not have you a You don't even have bolt. a... You don't even you don't even have a hatch on it. Why do you care about a fucking filler neck? Uh, because I'm talking about the part that actually bolts to the fuel cell, so I yeah, can put there... fuel in it and it's sealed. It oh. interferes with that, and I'm calling oh, that the filler neck. Oh, um, the filler hole, got it. Yeah, the just filler clearance hole. it. It's what if metal. you just cut a hole in the strap so that way you can put it on? Uh, I was debating that, but on top of it already being too narrow, I'm just buying the barns mount. The barns uh, mount? is annoying i'll just say that um because it's two pieces and it doesn't i don't know if they don't really make that clear in the pictures but it's not maybe they do i don't know i don't remember but i was under the impression when we were getting it that it was a you know it was a single piece that you bolted down no it's two separate pieces which is fine because it actually gives you more adjustability if you want to use a different cell i think it probably supports a bunch of rci cells but 
when your floor pan is all wavy because it's a shipbox Cherokee, uh, it gets a little trickier to mount. So keep that in mind. I don't Listen, know how man. straight your floor pan is, but actually I should because I no, I didn't build that part of it, so that's not my problem. But um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Your mileage may vary. My <laughs> mileage will vary. I might decide to go with a different mount, uh, but Barnes is looking like it for their Black Friday sales. So oh, true. I forgot about the Black Friday stuff. Did you guys um, know that it takes 10 to 60 years of exposure to get mesothelioma? I don't even know what and that is. If you, and if you have had exposure to asbestos, you can also <laughs> get compensation. Crazy. I'm going home now. Um, <laughs> but I did manage to figure out what I'm doing. I found an inline pump that's going to work. And then I'm just doing a GM uh, LS they sell a fuel filter with a return line on it and a pressure regulator built in. That's only four PSI higher than the Cherokee is supposed to get. So I feel like that should be okay. Is that within your tolerance range? I don't fucking know. I'm just going to throw it in there and send it. I don't, I don't care at this point. I'm fucking tired of dealing with fuel pumps and fuel cells. Why don't you just buy a fuel pump that actually works? Um, um, because the Walboro pump that I'm looking at getting puts out fuel at 90 PSI, so I need to have a return in there, and yeah, I why, need to why have don't a you regulator. just get a pump that has the right output? Um, because the, like the majority, uh, 54. 54, okay. The majority of, uh, inline pumps that you're going to grab are somewhere in the Excuse me. Sorry, I just got a coffee passed to me. Um, the majority of them are somewhere in the realm of 85 to 100 PSI. So it's far easier to grab something I can get off of the shelf with an off-the-shelf fuel pressure regulator and filter built in. Uh, the whole goal here is that if I blow a pump at Good Evening Ranch, I can grab one at AutoZone in the morning. Instead of having it be something where it's 24 hours to seal the pump and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, nice. yeah, I don't blame I'm, you. I'm sorry that I'm trying to be reasonable and not look for perfection and just look for what works. Unacceptable. But well, you don't know if it's going to work, but I was it's gonna... all part of the experiment here. <laughs> When you started talking about coffee, I was going to make some bullshit at this coffee ad, but I decided to hold off. <laughs> like, speaking of coffee, if you use blue color off road at your Dunkin' Donuts app, you can get 10% off on every order. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, my brain is shot today. I do apologize. I literally had to sit through a five hour asbestos class. So, yeah. You oh, know, man. this one was rough. It was like. It's kind of sad we didn't get XJ Mike because I was really looking forward to that interview. Uh, it was rough. It's still going. Well, I mean, we're getting close to finishing this off unless you've got something else to add. We've talked about know. dealing at We're Richie. at an hour. We're at an hour right now. I always call out when I'm about to finish, too. Yeah, Speaking exactly. of finishing, you can use <laughs> Blue Collar Off Road at Trojan.com. 10% <laughs> off. <laughs> 
Oh man, we don't. That might just be the Bart. name of this podcast: Trojan Off Road to get people to click on it. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh God, I'm so sorry, everybody. You did this, Cody. This is on you. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, we're coming off some excellent highs, and uh, well, now we're just flopping. I don't know. We were spending a lot of time talking about. The postal service, um, but postal I guess that's service. pretty relevant to off-roading. We're always waiting for something. Oh God, yeah. Um, speaking of postal service, no more postal service. Okay. <laughs> I didn't bring it up to talk about the postal service more. <laughs> I just brought it up because it was random as shit, and it didn't. You know, it was a classic tangent. I don't know what you expect out of us after two years. We haven't fixed the inability to go on tangents. I know, I know. Um, uh, maybe one day we'll actually be professional, but you know, we'll all probably be dead and gone at that point. Well, that's a little fucking grim. Dude, I'll take the big sleep anytime. Let me know. <laughs> what? Some are hibernating throughout winter, you know? So another thing I guess that we could talk about that's not actually grim is I'm going to the Trail Trash um, annual cookout. No, they're doing a Thanksgiving ride, so it looks like Sunday I'll be riding with Sam. Did you say Thanksgiving? Yeah. Did you know? I'm just kidding. It's going to go into another stupid thing. What's Sam up to? Um, He's doing some really cool buggy stuff, uh, and we're in a continual disagreement because we don't ever agree on anything to work related, but it's I, cool. I know exactly what you are talking about, and I probably could guess the exact tubing area that you were not a big fan of simply because I was looking at it and I'm like, huh, that's an interesting choice. Huh, what that's area? interesting. What area? Uh, I don't want to. I'm not talking about not, it on here. I'm yeah. not going there because I'm not at liberty to make the calls on it. Um, all I'm going to say is he's got some really cool stuff in the pipeline, and he's got a very unique fab style that you will never ever be able to look at and say that that is not a naked and afraid offer a build. Agreed. I don't agree with everything, but on the other hand. He's got he's batting a ninety five percent success average, so I'll let him have it. You know, well, I mean, he definitely. And I actually talked to them about this. He has a very unique style. Like you can tell that, and I feel like everybody sort of has like some things that they just prefer doing in in tube work if they actually bend their own tubes. Uh, and it's kind of cool to like see all those differences. I like it yeah. a lot. Right, one hundred percent. You know, I really, really want to dive into it, but until I talk to him in person and we can hash it out with the thought process that both of us have, especially with what he wants to do, um, I'm just going to leave it alone because all I'm going to say is there's some extremely fucking cool shit in the pipeline and it's going to be fucking awesome to watch. That's exciting. Um, he always does good work. He, he does out fantastic too. fucking work, dude. And he doesn't bend his tubes. <laughs> does he do kink them? No, he likes as straight as possible tubes. Mm -hmm. 
No, I mean that's that's like. Why the fuck is this echo? Luke, Luke. you keep goddamn your mic away from your head. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's it's been rampant this whole episode. It's because you're too fucking loud, Graham. Shut the fuck up. I know. Well, I just heard you, so clearly (laughs) it's not just me. Maybe I'm loud. I'm having issues with the autocading on the um the microphone. I've got the same headset you do, Graham, and I'm starting to have the same issues you're having. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe about time to upgrade, but probably job. So, um, did but, you say upgrade? Upgrade? Oh, yeah. oh like you never do to your Jeep? <laughs> what upgrades with Black Light, Cody? Because we don't get any good sponsors, you know. No I sponsors. Got... You need a sponsor to actually build your shit. Speaking of sponsors, that's for babies. I don't want to hear. Head your over to Moto. <laughs> Off-road for all your <laughs> off-roading needs. If you use <laughs> blue-collar off-road, they are going to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard enough from those jabronis. Yeah, we're just, you know we don't know how to install a fuel cell. Apparently, all seriousness um, though, do go and check out the uh, flex rocks and rollovers that came out two days ago. Ooh, I need to watch that. This. Um, it's got our favorite yeah, favorite Freedom Factory lad in there. You know, if I could actually talk, it would have been it came out already. far better. Uh, it, it came out two days ago. We're recording this on the 22nd, so. So it yeah. has been out. Okay, yeah, I, I keep seeing it. That's when they went up Little Caesars, right? Yeah, dude, that trail's so uh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta watch that. You sounded that like that meme absurd. noise where it's like, ah. Sorry. Yeah, well, that trail you didn't see it, Cody. I don't think me and Colin like walked up this thing. It was we were out with um, uh, MJ, Crawlin, and Trail Trash, and a few other people. Uh, just mm-hmm. sort of like we didn't have any. I didn't have any idea where we were going. Me and Colin just sort of tagged along, and uh, they we stopped at Little Caesars, and that trail is just absurd. It's these like straight ninety degree ledge. That's probably a solid 10 feet, or sorry, 10 meters vertical. <laughs> uh, not so. There's a there's like multiple ledges. We didn't. Even, I didn't even see the top one, but I don't know how to just watch the video. You'll you'll figure out what the trail is. It probably doesn't even do it justice because like actually standing on that trail, it's insane. It's it's it's. I don't know how you drive up that. Um. So it'll be interesting to see what those guys do. Hmm. I'll have to check that video out. Yeah. It's yeah, a while. I, whoever looked at that and was like, yeah, I'm going to drive my Jeep up that or drive my buggy up that, like... Tip your hat to they got, them. They got, they got some balls. Like, that is... That's some serious crawling. She it is. Well, I think that that kind of covers everything for this episode, no? Yeah, I agree. Well, we're devolving fast, so... <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll call this one short. We'll claim defeat. Actually, Mike has eluded us, but we we will. We will for it next him. week. Yeah, well, he's not coming on next week, so don't get excited over for XJ Mike next week. But it'll be on. cool. He yeah. may never come on, and we were just he might never. Yeah, we, we, for we, no we just lied. We just yeah. lied. He was never coming on. It was never the yep. plan. Yep. We never had a plan. We're just using his name so. because we think he's cool. Yeah, they caught us. Yep. <laughs> Well, on that note, everyone have a good night. Um, keep track of your PSI on your fuel pump, because apparently that's a hot topic of debate. No, no, no. That's a horrible outro. Uh, 
keep your sheep in the yard and um you're failing shit. right now <laughs> uh, i don't know i got one good one i can't be expected to keep pull your sheep in the All yard right. and you're oh no i lost it i tried okay. oh, let's see your mesothelioma in your lungs <laughs> oh no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>